Hello, comrades, and welcome to the 55-1 podcast. We are now recording the 2022 episode. We're looking forward uh, for what we have into this off-season. Uh, we just recorded the podcast that you listened to five days ago or whatever, uh, and now we're just going to keep on going. Just just oh, crack another hams. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. You're at work. It's 10 in the morning, and that sound has made you puke. Uh, so anyway, huh, let's talk about where this team is, but first let's do the little bit of news that we want to talk about, which is, uh, MNUFC two, two, two. loons harder MN two FC MN two FC, uh, electric loonsaloo, uh, whatever, whatever you think it's going to be. Somebody, um, somebody was like Minnesota oh, oh, United. No, wait, 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 get it, get it. <laughs> yeah. Lunestu. Oh. oh. Um, so th- there's a new reserve league that um, is going to have one independent team, and it's uh, Rebecca Vardy's husband, uh, Jamie Vardy, uh, and his Rochester FC. Not the Rhinos. Not the Rhinos. The Rhino Free Zone. Um, the, the Poachers, we're going to call them. <laughs> And so, actually, please, I just thought of that. Someone write that down and make sure that I tweet that in the morning. Um, every once in a while, um, I'll be, like, uh, bartending a soccer game, and and then uh, and someone will be like, it's really amazing to watch you uh, work on your tweets while you're working. Because I'll, I'll sit there talking to, like, a few patrons or whatever, and we're just chatting, and I'm, I'm just workshopping my tweets, man. Just trying to get it all. I'll get, you, you got to craft it. Uh, I'm a master of a craft. All right. Do we care about this uh, reserve thing? I mean, in some ways, it is nice because we'll have a place where Justin McMaster can get games, but it's a reserve. I don't know. Is, are these meaningful minutes? Or, are you going to go to any of these games? Chacon Umbarte, yeah. I mean, so, honestly, I mean, the best thing the team could do is just allow season ticket holders to attend these games for free. You might get an atmosphere there that's more fun. Oh, it depends on where they play. I mean, if, I assume it's going to be Blaine, right? Yeah, I, I would hope. I mean, because they're not going to oh. want to open up that stadium. No. So for, is it Blaine in, like, October? They're, like, redoing some other pitches out there. So, oh. So, because uh, I was wondering what was going on, and, like, like a lot of the pitches are being redone, like, the ones closer to the stadium. Yeah. So, like, that could yeah. be a place where people play. I mean, play. well, they're probably, I mean, they have that. Still, the stadium has been revamped, right. and that's mm-hmm. where they practice. Yeah. So, I mean... Yes, I, I I am getting more excited about it the more that information comes out. Like the team tweeted, what, a couple days ago, like here's the the three different teams that we have, different age groups, and here were here was the wins, here was the record that they had in whatever tournament they were at. And the U19 thing, which, which we won, uh, or, or we won our group or whatever, and like the team, like just didn't tweet about it for a while. Like uh, people were like, "Hey, did you guys see? Yeah. They didn't give up a goal, whatever." And it's like, why is the it's team? Like, yeah, why can we never find information about this and, team? And, and that's what uh, and, and Bruce McGuire tweeted back at the team. It was like, "Hey, we would love more info on this. Like, why don't why where can we find this?" And I was like, even if he was asking like who was playing, who scored, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like I I don't even need like minute by minute updates or anything like that. I just want a stats page yeah. where I can go and see who is on the roster, who was developed, who was promoted from whatever you know lower lower team up to like who scored. Let us yeah. let, let us start following and supporting yeah. th- this development program. I, I uh, think I think this is you know it's it's a good step 
but I also think that this is also like um, for a while USL was was a way for it to have a connection to be able to develop players and then move them on up and 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 my my concern is like what is this it's like to me it's like reinventing the wheel MLS wants to make it all its own which I get but at the same time what is what will the effect be for to the to these other leagues that are around already well and and if we've found a, a we don't have a team that brings people through that that pulls from that news is that we just talked about we just recorded an entire podcast where uh the the gist was we're not using the steps we're not developing players we have very few players who come here and get better um you know michael boxall maybe maybe became a really great one you know um but did, we didn't develop him. You know, we like, just like chase him out of necessity. Yeah, but I don't think that they've developed into. I think that they have both stagnated. They they showed themselves to be a particular kind of player, but they have not progressed to be better. Um, maybe that's unfair. Maybe I'm being unfair to, to Heath and the staff. But um, well, we'll see. I, I'm not. I don't have my hopes up. Um, I do want to say. I know this is a, a, a podcast we just recorded. Uh, and you listened to it last week, but we did not talk about the fitness problem and the fact that our team canned the fitness guy in the middle of the season and just no one talked about it. And then half of our injuries came during practice. Yeah, we had all these injuries that hit our season. They canned the fitness guy, and because we have no actual uh, media covering this team, we just don't know anything about it. It's crazy to me. And that's how they like it. Yeah, exactly. So that they can just continue to, to, to blame and, it. And it's the mystery. Uh, anyway, so uh, I just I had to bring that up. Um, let's talk about what we have now uh, on this team. The 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 who's who's out the door, and who's uh, yeah. Who's, so yeah, you go. So so I'm just gonna read it from the team press release because that's uh, usually updated about 50 percent of the time. Uh, Michael Botzel. Hassani Dotson, Chase Gasper, and Dane St. Clair all receive new contracts that will start in 2022. Uh, DeBossi, Fred Emmings, uh, Frank Payne, Nico Hansen, Ja'Cory Hayes, Adrian Anu, Aziel Jackson, Robin Lud, Tyler Miller, Emmanuel Reynoso, Joseph Rosales, and Patrick Wea are already guaranteed for the 2022 season. Uh, contract options were picked up for Kibben Gucci, uh, Justin McMaster, Roman Metinier, Kellen Montgomery, DJ Taylor, and Will Trapp. Uh, the, basically, the big news is uh, we declined up contract options for Fernando Adi, Juan Agudelo, Noah Billingsley, Jan Gregoosh, Brent Coleman, Yuka Raitala, and Adrian Zendejas. That Wait. doesn't mean that we can't contract with them to you know, have a new contract, so like we might bring a Brent Coleman back. Doesn't look likely. I think um, we bring us in the house back because he's buddy buddy with Reynoso. There you, you know, go. He likes. Um, and then uh, two free agents, Ozzy Alonso and Ethan Finley. And in Greeter recently wrote that uh, they're in. They're talking to Ozzy Alonso. Yeah, it, it. He said he would not. From his source, he would not be surprised to see Ozzy in a Minnesota United kit for one more season. Cool. Well, thanks for letting us know, Jerky. Um, so the, <laughs> the uh, um, so uh, I, I guess what we what we can say is that the starting eleven is likely to be back. Ozzy is the only question, right? We ended the season with Trap and Ozzy, but everyone else is likely to be back. And just we we should say for the purposes of this podcast, with the Babylon news uncertain, we are treating it that 
Reynoso will be back next season. It's too confusing to try to imagine if he isn't. Uh, if he is not coming back, then completely take print this uh, podcast onto a CD uh, and then uh, throw it into the fire. Burn it yeah, onto burn a CD. It, burn it onto a CD and then and then uh, throw it in the fire. Or actually just print out a transcription of this onto reams of paper and then burn that. Um <sighs> What do we want to say about the team that that's coming back? I don't think anyone was super surprised yeah. other than maybe Brent or whatever. Um, Ethan Finley over. is a surprise. Um, but I, I thought I thought DJ Taylor as as a pickup was was surprising as well as Ezekiel Jackson because we didn't. Well, they were already under contract, right? Though. I mean, but still, well, Ezekiel well, Jackson was already guaranteed for twenty-two. Well, right, DJ Taylor, with his option was so. Our current out. roster is: we have three goalkeepers, we have seven defenders, and like eleven midfielders. Yep. And oh, Tommy. we have Tommy and one, for, and one forward. Tommy no, Chacon we, we, we is still with the club, guys. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Chacon is still here. We, 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 yeah. do have, we do have uh, Unu and then Patrick Weah, but it's very likely that Patrick Weah is not going to see single minute yeah, next. He has season. a ACL. He's doing push-ups on his here. Instagram feed. Okay, he's he's working hard. Don't send it. Send him cash to that cash app. It's his birthday, or it was his birthday, however many weeks ago. Um, so what are the the watches? What, what, what are the prospects for uh, filling this team out? Because we know we've got the 11 there, but we've got um, quite a few positions that, that need to be filled out. Yeah. I mean, so far, I mean, we basically have like three-ish ones that are kind of open right now. Uh, there is uh, Kervin Ariaga, who, again, he's... Uh, we've talked about him we've before. We've talked about yeah. him before. Um, and there was just an article from, you know... Uh, during a news website, which I'm sure is great. Uh, what, from, what, uh, what's the website? D-I-E-Z.H-N. It's D-I-E-Z.H-N. It's D-I-E-Z.H-N. Anyways, it was, you know, like last week, and it basically said that the Minnesota is close to finalizing a transfer deal with Marathon to bring him to Minnesota. So there's that. And um, he's, again, like going over, he's uh, 23 years old, um, looked really good. Uh, I only really watched him when uh, in World Cup qualifying matches, and he looked pretty good when he played that. Like, again, like Honduras did not look good, and yeah. he was one of the few players that did look good. So there's that. Um, there's, was it, uh, Vitor Gabriel, who is a 21-year-old from Brazil. Um, again, I don't know much about him. I saw like one post like one article about him weeks ago and having having I, literally I, I type his name in minnesota and like one random tweet that's not about him comes up that's the only thing that's out there there's nothing on him i don't know if it's true or not totally uh, true it's happening so it's probably so it's probably gonna happen it's definitely gonna it's happen. flamingo when he yeah uh, but yeah i mean he played uh and, you know the, he played for um braga he was on loan to braga um was it uh last year uh, which is a you know first tier Portuguese team, and so yeah, he seems like he's a good again twenty one year old. Seems like a decent prospect, probably. Um, and then there's um, the the shitty rumor, which is uh, Gilberto. Gilberto. Oh, it's that Gilberto? Yeah, from t- Toronto. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. What? Yeah. yeah. 
So 32-year-old uh, Brazilian striker were rumored to... that. This is the only one that's going to happen, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I totally you know that. This, this is the only one that has oh, yeah, like, yeah. Mark's like, like, oh, yeah, we're looking at uh, signing this young uh, prospect Honduran player, and uh, instead we signed the old guy who was shit for Toronto Yep. And this is the one that has ago. the most like, Twitter blue check marks uh-huh. next to the tweets. And I was like, no, this is... Yeah, there, it, there, it, there's, there's some teeth I, I this saw one. it. I was like, this can't be real. Like, I hope it's not real. Like, Plus, then, this is... This is classic Ramon Abila um, what, what Adrian Heath does is he hangs out at the bar and he, he 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 makes a few passes or whatever and then at the end of the night it's closing time and he kind of he's got his head in his hands and he and he looks I mean, he looks up down at the end of the bar and just like you know five teeth showing <laughs> gives a she gives a big smile and there there's Gilberto there's Roman Abila what if what if this that's, is that's who you're taking if, home with what you what if this is actually how he got the nickname of striker whisperer <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. the real origin stories told here on the fifty-five-one podcast. Um, wow, uh, transfer, what's the transfer market value at? Nine hundred ninety thousand dollars. <laughs> totally, that's what we get. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. Yeah. One shot of Patron will get will get you, uh, Gilberto. I'm pretty sure at this point. Actually, you know what? Don't go Patron. Go uh, just. Just go something. Go, and he was go the leading scorer for a team that just got relegated from the first division and second division in Brazil this year. So, uh, Vasco da Gama. No, Gilberto. Right, I mean, like he was loaned to Vasco da Gama, right? The no, club. that was a long time ago. Okay. That was in 2015. Oh, that's right. Toronto him there. We're gonna sign the Explorer. For six months, it didn't go well. Uh, Chicago picked him up for like a year. Didn't go well. He went to Sao Paulo, and then he went to the Chinese Super League for a while. And then he went back to Brazil. Has been playing at the same team in Brazil for the last like three years. That's right. He's playing at Bahia. The whole naming your, uh, I know that Vasco da Gama, it's actually a neighborhood they're named after, but makes me makes me think that they should be named after, um, that there should be more clubs named after um, uh, explorers, and so that we should have named the Minnesota women's soccer team after like Leif Erickson or something like that, but... Um, so anyway, someone tried to get into the back room while we're recording right now, and, and they discovered that it's closed. Um, that's why we're all laughing. All right, that was the watches. Oh, let's take a little break because I want to ask the question, which is, what do we actually need here? What are we doing? Back on the 55-1 podcast. All right, let's start first with um, assessing the league. How many uh, free agents or, or possible pickups are out there? That, that that we might go after there, Corey. You've you've got a list here. Yeah, we were we were talking about this before we started recording, and and some of the take these with the grain of salt because some of these folks are uh, folks. Uh, some of these some of these some of these folks there uh, have are still under potential option. So by the time you listen to this, they could have been re-signed by their existing teams, or uh, could have been signed by someone else other than us. So uh, that's how time works. Um, some some standouts for us that we. Look Looked at was uh, Jordi Reyna from DC United. Um, how, how did? Why is he out? Did you watch that much this year, Rodrigo? Or I, 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 he played, but he came in. And he came off of an injury. So oh, okay. And then he is he still he good? I mean, he was decent. He had a, he had a decent season. I just don't. The one Dude. thing about Jordi Reyna is his work ethic. 
that's the one one big thing that that that, that people always uh, have uh, have a, have a thing about him, and and that's why like he's even though his talent is there, he's never really been uh, Ricardo Garega's um, say yeah. view for calling up. Yep. Um, so he needs to have a much better season, and I think if in DC. We we know that the, the type of coach Anand Lasala is is give me more, give me more. We can do it, we can do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I just don't think it doesn't fit well for them in there. Yep. So, a um, couple of other ones that stand out. Uh, you know, some of these are wish lists. Some of these are just like, oh, this would be kind of fun for a bit. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips from Columbus. He's the he he has real high Kai Kamara. We're gonna sign him. Oh, uh, uh, vibes on hundred percent. I'll, I'll so. say one name that stands out to me is Will Bruin. I yes. think that he's been a totally underrated striker i think that um i think that i've always said that christian ramirez should have been this role of a guy who is maybe not going to be leading for a really good team the line he's, he's going to be the number two striker who all right you don't have Rui diaz for a little bit will bruin comes in and he's going to score some goals he's going to put in a good shift um so i, I think that we should if you had will bruin and, and a young guy and unu you've got a really good strike yeah. force uh, we were looking at uh, two from from Real Salt Lake. Uh, Justin Miram, he had a nice uh, stretch down the down, down the the end of the playoffs. Uh, but uh, Rusnak, um, that I I would absolutely love to see that. I mean, Rodrigo, you 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 mentioned him when we were going down this list earlier. No, I, I think it'd be I think I think to when you're looking for depth uh, in the attacking aspect of it, you want someone who. Who will be who? Who will you know not drop drastically the level of play in creation? I think those two players, you know, and 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 Maxi Morales is, uh, as well too could could, could could contribute if. if yeah, still Maxi available. Morales being on this list is a, is a little surprising. Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. think that that he's I, a guy who. I would take Maxi in a heartbeat. I mean. I, I, you got to imagine that that's... Was he out of contract or was he... He's out of contract, yeah. yeah. So, I'm so, assuming NYCFC will pick him up. but in, Yeah, or, yeah. or at least he'll be one of the ones who's who's sought after by a lot of clubs. Yeah. Um, also, another one too that I saw in there which surprised me is like, uh, I mean, he's old, but Justin Morrow would be a great depth piece yeah. uh, to back up Chase Gasper. Yeah. Um, there's also Abu Dinladi. Have you heard about this guy? Um, uh, both... Francisco Calvo and Bobby Shuttleworth are available and they will both go to the same club because we all know that Bobby Shuttleworth uh, killed a bird once and now he has to carry uh, Francisco Calvo around his neck for the rest of his life. Uh, Dude, and Matt Lampson is also available, so we could get them all. Get the band back together. <laughs> put, them all, put them all in MLS too. Um, I mean, Raheem Edwards is also available. Yeah, as well he, he, wasn't, he wasn't an Adrian Heath fit, but... Uh, <laughs> We were talking about like you know who's who's kind of an enforcer in the midfield, and uh, Roger Espinosa, Kansas City is out of contract. Um, could be interesting depending on what happens with Ozzy this season in the off season if he actually doesn't come back, or if we need just need somebody to you know boss I, around the the midfield. But I, I mean, don't know. Harrison Awful is thirty five, but some club could still use him. I don't know. Yeah. I thought he was a little younger, but uh, so that makes sense. Same thing with like. Stephen Betashore. I don't know. Like, there's clubs out there. Like, uh, I think um, uh, I was. <laughs> I was. It's Charlotte, but I was gonna uh, say the other nickname for them uh, because they abbreviate their name too much, and I can't mm -hmm. not see the other word. Um, well, it's tough. It's, <laughs> it's, it's tough to find it. Yeah, Colt. Colt yeah. FC is, well, is what I was thinking. Are they colloquially known as the Clits? That's what. 
I was not going to say it, but thank you. No, thank you for. It's thank See, you. They're colloquially known as the clits. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you. Uh, I did. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Do you, okay. Is is their first merch always going to be hoodies? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and there, uh, that's um, interesting. Um, so those are those are some of the players available. Obviously, like. We we are not a big team that trades for for these types of player for no. or other players. Um, I do think that we need to get better about that because that is a way that you can bring in some of this depth and find unused uh, talent out there. Um, uh, you know, we've done that before with Ethan Finley. He was a great pickup, and I think uh, us losing Ethan Finley is a, a a big hit. Um, Let's talk about what we actually need, though. Um, when we talk about what positions we have, um, goalkeeper seems set. But if we talk about the back line, we need another left back because you know you were talking about someone to back up Chase Casper. I think we need someone to push Chase Casper or be better than him. I, I think that he had a decent year this year, but he still does not provide anything to the attack, and um, and we rely so heavily on our fullbacks. Um, we need a young center back. Um, uh, Michael Boxall is 63 and, De, uh, Bakai Debasi just celebrated his 60th birthday this week. So happy birthday, old man. Um, they're, they're just, we've got Callum Montgomery, right? But I've never seen him. I know he, I know he's might be a person, but I've never seen a picture of him. I mean, he, he, he was rated highly for his age and, you know, he was a relatively exciting signing and was, had some decent reviews, but it's again, it's like, where are they going to get the minutes outside of being loaned out? And maybe some of this MLS two stuff will happen, but he's also 24, right? So yeah. it's like, so it's like, when we're talking about youth. Uh, I mean, we just need younger players. These other guys are bringing through 19 year olds. And so we need a center back for sure. We need probably two center backs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, we, we have those right now with Kevin Gucci and Montgomery, but, we have no idea what their abilities are because yeah. we won't play anybody else other yeah. than Boxel and Debasi. In 2022 is the year of Kibben Gucci. And I'll, I mean, ideally, too, like with the MLS 2, it means that the, the best thing about the MLS 2 is that our, to get playing time, we're not going to have to loan out our players anymore. So our players are going to be in our system. They're going to be playing. They can be coming in and out with our first team. They can play with them. They can get to the system. And ideally, they'll be able to fit in better. And we'll be able to do what teams like, you know, the Red Bulls, when they were good, were able to do, where they can bring up young guys who understand the system because the system is consistent, whether it's the, you know, their USL team or whether I mean, it's but we don't have a system. Our system is get a bunch of good players and tell them to go run around. But now around. we actually have something to yeah. do. Like before, yes. like sending I, them no, out I, alone I, to a sep- to go sending you know five different guys out to five different coaches just to play is not helping that situation. And to keep them in house, hopefully, will. So, so to get to your point, Wes, I think left left back. It, it's we're, we're a broken record here from the last two years. We we need a left back that is not just a. What happens if Chase gets injured for two weeks? It's we need somebody to challenge him, to make him better, to potentially be better than him. We need true depth there. I, I, I mean, I think we need someone. I need. I think we need to sign a starter and have Chase go to be the backup. Sure, but sure, but uh, but I mean, like he's he's f- fine. Yeah. But it's like we need we need better than fine if you're yeah. going to do that. Um, my particular uh, thing is 
just like everything else, I want a young, hot striker. I was moving up. I was oh, moving going, up. Going, I was going, going back. back front. Okay, listen. Because yeah, in, yeah. in, the, in the defense, I think we need, we also, well, we got to figure out if DJ Taylor is actually the right back because we did not use him as a right back when we instead relied on Hassani to come in for um, for Metnir. So do we actually trust him as the backup? That's the, that's the question for you. Because if not, we need a backup there. Yep. Um, so th- that's there. Midfield, I don't know. What, what do we think about? We, we've got Trap. We've got Hassani. We've got uh, potentially Ozzy back. Um, am I missing someone? We have we we, we still have we have still Rosales, have, we still have yeah. Ja'Cory Hayes, who yeah. I think deputized really really well for Ozzy last year. Um, we have Joseph Rosales, who looks promising enough and fun enough in the ten minutes that we've seen him in a couple of matches. You know, I I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, and also, I mean, say like I mean, it's a big if, but say the um you know we actually do follow through and sign that twenty three year from Honduras like. Our, our midfield is pretty much set. Like yeah. we're we're solid there as far as depth goes. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Don't shake. It's a podcast. It's an people are listening. You can't shake your head. I just don't see like 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 if you. I, I keep thinking about players you will sub in that will not um, drastically affect your midfield, right? And I think. We've seen what Nico can do. Jacory Hayes has a has a, has a has a ceiling that, but she just doesn't utilize. And then we really haven't seen Justin and and. Well, we're still in central, right? And yeah. and, and 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 we haven't seen uh, Rosales as as much as as we want to. I think, I think signing someone, signing a veteran player, like you know, like uh, a Justin Ram or Maxi Morales or Albert Rusnak, they can come on and give us a. A boost in that midfield for for the creation aspect of it is 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 better than because you're, you, the, the way I'm seeing it is if we have this MLS two a lot of these players that we have that are younger more than likely are going to be playing in this league so we still need to fill these other spots for mm-hmm. our depth and so I think that we need to do uh, our, our midfield and 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 later on you know yeah forward. I, I think if you put some if we had this curve in Ariaga come in. Uh, certainly then you would feel even better, right? I thought we had a decent year here with, but like if you have Trap and then Ariaga, um, potentially if Dotson can take a step up, um, I, I think that Ja'Cory Hayes, Dotson are, are decent options, but um, I soured a bit on them this year. Or um, even if you bring in somebody like, you know, a Kellen Rowe from Seattle who's a free agent. Right. Who, who yeah. did very well filling in in that specific role for Seattle this year. Did he play central midfield for them? Or? Yeah, he played central, oh. primarily central, but then also, like, you know, just, I mean, he got went on the left wing. Yeah, left I always thought of too. him as for, back way back in the, the right. New England days as this this kind of like yeah. attacker, sometimes a 10, but not a not like a creative 10. Yeah. Uh, like a, maybe like a Dotson. He's, I guess he's. I, I cursed at him a lot this season, but that was just, you know. Um, and then the attack, right? Um, do it's very hard to have a backup for a Reynoso, but obviously we struggled without him. Um, so maybe it's you would use Lud or Fragapane as your backup, and then you need depth. But not having Finley is tough because we have no one who's direct anymore. Yeah. Um, and 
so we don't have other options. We just don't also don't have depth. We don't have anyone else who can play on the left. We don't have anyone else who can really play on the right. Uh, no one else who can play at the 10. Uh, and, and we and, only have one striker. Well, I mean, it's like Nico Hansen, I, 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 I rate him, I think, higher than most do, but... I, I think he's I think he's fine on the right. I think he's at, well, I, I think he's more than fine on the right. I think he's a very very good sub on the right. Um, I think he comes in for Robin Lud, assuming Robin Lud is on the right. Um, I think he'll play well with Roman Metinier. I think Lud needs a little bit more chemistry with Metinier. I think Finley and Metinier worked out really well together. Um, I don't think Lud creates enough space for Metinier to do his thing. Um, the left wing is just again. We're a broken record every single season. It's we don't have the depth on the left left wing. Is Justin McMaster that? I, I don't think so. I think he's third on the depth chart with this second person who doesn't exist. I think Fragapane would deputize as a Reynoso backup. Um, you see him cutting in and combining there, and I think he's creating a ton of chances. He's got what? Would you say Rodrigo nine assists yep, this this nine. season? Like that doesn't come from just being a true left winger who hold who stays on the touchline like he's coming in and, and combining so i think that's how we would do that if we needed him to do that but yeah i mean depth at the wing left wing in particular is another glaring issue yeah no and i, I mean that was actually the nice surprise about frankapani this year is that he came in and like Filled the like Molino seemed like would be very hard to replace just because how do you replace a guy who can create centrally but can also be one hell of a winger and all of a sudden you found it in Frankapani and so yeah. that's awesome but like again we have no depth we like our off we literally have zero depth I mean I Hansen and it's a little bit of a depth but like we yeah. literally have virtually zero playable depth who get anybody who got regular minutes outside of our starting four and, and then, that's gonna be a problem and, going and this is where you see you see things like sebastian legit going to new england and apparently there were rumors that there were other west western conference teams that were in the mix um but the galaxy wanted to send him to an eastern conference team i don't know if we were part of that mix um probably not but you know now you're looking at paul Ariola from dc who's looking to go to the galaxy um that's that at least as as of as of today december 15th when we are taping this that's that's a rumor that's happening right now he has said that his manager has contacted him so it's like those are the kind of players you would kind of expect to you know at least entertain some offers with and start some discussions with to see what it would look like if we brought them in um but outside of the wings i mean it's it's very clear that our gaping hole is is that striker you have Adrian Unu, who, again, I'm, I'm treating it like we did Lud with his first season, where it was like, it's going to take a while to bet in and, and be super comfortable and understand the system and the other players around him. But we have no one behind him, and we can't keep signing these 31, 32, 33, 39-year-old strikers who haven't played any minutes for anyone. Um, so that's why I would love, you know, whether it's in, you know, one of the drafts or free agent market or, or whatever, or, you know, we go and we poach some, you know, relegated South American team, bring in a 22 year old striker right. who's hot. Uh, I'm, one of the problems that 
I see is that we have a continual massive turnover in the club. Um, I don't know how it compares to, to other clubs. Um, I know we certainly have more players on that free agent list than other ones. Uh, I look at how many people were on the roster in 2020 and were not on the roster this year. And it's like 12, 13 or so. Yeah, it's like half the roster. Um, it's, it's a good chunk of the roster. Again, we're finding ourselves with a lot of positions to fill and the draft is hit or miss you know we had one really good draft year that's it right i mean that then that'll be three years ago going yeah and and, and i think that we need to really we need to find more stability we need to be able to stick with more of these players and, and find them because we do have some good hits on this team, uh, Frank Payne, Will Trapp, et cetera. We've talked about them. But we just have a lot of really big misses. And then you're having to do this kind of late night, whoever is last one at the bar type pickups. And we don't, like, obviously we see how completely unsuccessful that is. It, it, it's, when you it, look at the numbers, it's, it's basically our entire bench turns over every year. Yeah. Our starting 11 from the previous season is mostly intact. Maybe one or two people leave. Right. And maybe one or two people from that starting 11 are on the bench. But it is like our entire bench changes over every year, and there is no ability to have that consistency. And the the amount of talent uh, level on that bench that we pick up is not... It ne- it never increases. It never it never it never it, does. It may shift around where our midfield depth might get a little bit better than our, you know, Holton than our defensive midfield depth or something. But it's at net net. It the the overall the average quality of our bench doesn't increase. Yeah, um, which leads to the question. The, and the assumption here is that we sign lots of decent signings in all these positions. Corey, it seems like you've already hit this note of like, if you get one thing that we absolutely knock it out of the park on, one position, we make one signing and everyone else is just fine. What position is that? That's- I mean, I mean, I mean, for for me, that's that striker. This is me going into it assuming that Unu is our number one. Will be the starting number nine. Um, I would love for us to just find this, whether it's a diamond in the rough or just a somebody who's just punching above their weight or is just a solid 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 striker preferably someone who's young and is hungry and wants to go and, and and score goals like that's what we need we need to not be signing these 34 year old washed up strikers who will have for half the season and then we'll unload any other suggestions other than the striker i'm pretty sure this podcast is literally the exact one that we recorded last year <laughs> I, I think I mean, that's that it's like oh well we need to accept except this we need someone on the left wing we no longer need that now we've yeah. got the semi-racist guy there so that's pretty cool well i mean just just to take the hits from last year is like we need to also for me is is if we know so gets hit by a bus scenario Right or need, or is literally in prison. Oh yeah, that was your your favorite hit. Yep, and so like, it, was like it, it still is. I mean, because whenever he's not been available, gang. yeah, or he gets like another few red cards. Yeah, right. And 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 for me, like a player who's a veteran but still serviceable and does a good job, like a like a Maxi like a Maxi Morales, it would be a good step in situation for them yeah. to be able to come in and do that. And I think if we're willing to spend the money or the gam or whatever that we have available to do something like that, I think I'd be okay spending lots of that in order to be able to secure 
uh, uh, an option that we're 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 uh, okay on in the aspect of it. Because right now, if having ha- having to have Fragapane play Reynoso is scary to me. But you're gonna spend your money on having a guy to back up Bebelo? Yeah. So you're gonna spend money on a guy who's gonna sit on the bench? Well, because uh, eventually it's going to happen. Like we're gonna have to, because because we, we see how we see how Reynoso gets hit. He's it's easy to be able to have him um, and um, get 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 surrounded. They press him, and he has to give it the ball, and he gets frustrated, and then becomes uninvolved with our offense. And when he becomes uninvolved, we get typical result games, in, like we had in in. This this season with uh in, in with Portland right where he walks away from a play that he lost the ball to, and doesn't do, doesn't come back right, and yeah. then it's at that point that you're like well if you're not willing I, to do the work I'm going to bring this person I, in to do that and we don't have something like that so you don't bench him. I feel like that's like the the car you sometimes you see a car and it's like you see like a spoiler on it and it's like a a 1987 Hyundai. And the you, wooden spoiler that you did at Woodshop? No, show? no, it's a really good spoiler. It's like, no. why, guys, why not just like, you can upgrade the car, but like you're, you're, you're putting a lot of stuff in something that's not doing a lot of good right here. My, my runny joke with my wife is, spoiler alert, your car still sucks. Oh, that's a really good, thanks, Dad. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I, I understand the, the concept there. I think that, well, I understand the concept there. I think you have to spend... If you add one hit on something, it has to be something that will improve the existing team, the starting 11. For me, um, the striker thing, I'm going to pray that Unu comes good, but I'm going to say, like, I, I really think we need, if we signed a 23-year-old uh, kick-ass center back, I completely agree. That to me is, or like, or like I, I know it's stupid, but I really want the left back position to improve because I feel like Chase is the weakest point on that starting eleven, and uh, and I think we could improve the most. We basically, there. want to find like our own Walker's Zimmerman. Yeah, no, I mean, for one thing too, it's like our we're old. Like we had the third oldest roster in the league. Our average age was twenty eight point four. Uh, we were old last year, and. Our center backs are two of the oldest on our t- squad. Like we need to bring in a young guy who's able to start at center back and will challenge both of them. And then, honestly, like it'll be great if suddenly we have like you know a 23, 24 year old center back who is our go to starter. And you know Debassi and Boxler are not getting any younger, but if they're rotating back and forth, and we have them as our one of those two as our depth pieces at center back, we are set. Like we have one. Arguably, some of the be- one of the best center back pairings in the league. If we have those who rotate as our depth pieces, we, we could actually finally make the move to that three five two that we've always been talking about, and, and, and play them every game, <laughs> and, and, and then wear them out, and it'll totally remove. We do a whole- know, we do know that um, Adrian Heath is, if nothing else, uh, tactically um, flexible. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anything else to say about what we need this off season? Um, Attacking depth and a starting center back. Yeah, I mean, everyone's old on this team. The youngest starter is Chase at 31. (laughs) (laughs) The great thing is Chase, um, his police pension, uh, um, he's eligible for that next year, so... That's that's good. He's he's put a lot of years in. So he he made um, an appearance on Paw Patrol. 
He did, man. That uh, you know, they the I will say this about the libertarian hellscape that is Paw Patrol. They have really good four hundred one k's. They take they care, take care of their own. Um, uh, so, all right, let's uh, let's take a break and we'll come back and briefly talk about the schedule. everyone let's come back and talk schedule talk the um mls schedule was announced this week for 2022 fantastic lets us really actually plan out our year uh thank you mls for doing this season obviously ends early in october and um hopefully it won't hopefully we'll have a good year and 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 get to extend it longer it starts early. We knew this already. We talked about the three games that we knew, which was Philly away on the 26th of uh, February. Our first game, our first home game is the 5th at home to Nashville. Um, the Jamie Watson uh, Derby. Uh, and then we knew the away game to the Red Bulls on the, on the 13th of March. So there's a couple big standouts that I'll go through and you guys can throw in what, what, what your favorites are. Um, we get to host Chicago on a weekend. Just fantastic. It's been since the, uh, I believe, since the St. Patrick's Day uh-huh. game mm-hmm. in, in 2018. Mm-hmm. And it'll be nationally televised. Um, we've Won't have got Calvo, though. We've got uh, um, the, we're hosting NYCFC. We're playing New England again. Uh, still, right? The only team we haven't beaten? Yes. Other I than believe, Inter Miami, because so. we've never played them. Yep. Um, then we play at Inter Miami, middle of June. Uh, going to be absolutely beautiful. I'm sure very, very chilly night. Um, and then the other big things we have, we also have an away game at Nashville, right? Because they're in the West this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. And um, what what are the other I mean, it, it's, big ones? It's, it's, I always look forward to the interconference play. Um, it, it's potentially great um opportunity i mean we play cincinnati on may 7th yes so like uh, at, seven at, at seven home, nil reminder at home uh it's it's gonna be great um it, it you know i'm i'm looking through the schedule and it doesn't seem like there's a, a massive homestand um i don't think we ever have more than two matches right in a row we only have um like three midweek games at home and like yep. three midweek games away which yep. is a really nice thing for yeah. me because it's all about me mm-hmm. um we do have one of those uh friday night 9 30 p.m's uh which i don't know it'll probably be we'll put it on in the front with no sound on and the, people uh, can watch the drag show and maybe the game there is a there is a stretch in august that is that that could be a a a rough challenge which is away at galaxy away at colorado away at nashville um three three away matches in a row um yeah i, I think it's gonna be with the um all-star game in the middle of that right isn't it yeah, august correct. 10th is there, yeah so and which, which is hosted here at, at, at allianz field so that's gonna be fun at black art of st paul um, I, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, come get completely hammered with David Goss. Yeah. <laughs> Pisco shots all around. Uh, uh, decision day is home against Vancouver, which is, I believe, our first decision day at home. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Don't. No, they, I, they, yeah, because they usually have us play away. Just because I mean, usually decision day is like end of October. And right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. So, um, so that'll be against Vancouver at home. 
Um, the thing that I do want to point out that was kind of buried in some of the press releases is that Sun Country is going to be doing cheaper chartered flights to all of the away matches. Are they chartered or just... You know, I, they, I don't. They might yeah. not be chartered, but they will be discounted yeah. for Minnesota United supporters. Um, whether it's season ticket holders or not, I'm not sure. But um, that's a really great development. I think that'll encourage um, a lot more yes. away. And also, and, well done on that. And also, if they do the same day there and back flights, offer those. That'd be awesome too. Where it's like you know, no baggage. Literally or like figuratively. When we, when I was on the flight to Portland for the playoff match, and it was so funny. They're like, at the, when we got into Portland, they're like, the three bags that we have checked <laughs> will be at Carousel, yeah. whatever. So yeah. for the three people that are staying past today, <laughs> don't forget to grab your bag. Yes. So, so which games do you are you looking the most forward to the most? I mean, I, the thing that I saw that stood out to me is that. Um, when you look at who we're playing in our Eastern Conference, because I mean we play each team pretty much, you know, Western Conference team twice, but we are playing, and granted Nashville moved, you know, changed conferences, so we're playing them twice as well. But we play the top four teams from uh, 20, top four teams in the Eastern Conference 2021, right? Five times. Yep, I saw that. And then we play three of the four worst teams. As well, so like we have this weird thing. We're not playing the middle teams of the Eastern Conference. We're playing either the best teams or the worst teams. So when we play the worst teams, we definitely cannot drop points. And one of those is again in Miami in June, which is going to be tricky because they can't. For how much they're spending, they're not. They're not Cincinnati. They can't keep shitting the bed as much as they do. And so yeah. they're, they're going to be better eventually. And it's going to be us playing. Uh, in the middle Crappy of June game, in, in yeah. Florida. It's going so. to be like those like 2018 yeah. Houston. That's going to be like a 4-0 loss. Yeah. yeah. 4-0 yeah. loss or a nil-nil just, just crap fest. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm looking forward to an LAFC away. I really want to make that work. If Philly and Red Bulls were later in the season, I would actually probably try to make those work. Uh, I, I want to get out to those I, games. I, I think I, I, I'm yeah, going gonna to try to make one or both of those. Um just because I have family in PA and I might be working in New York, so there'd be it would be fun to be able to tack both of those on. We do need to figure out what the official fifty-five-one away game is going to be. Yes, uh, we 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 could do we could do a Nashville away like, and it could be our bachelorette party. Oh yeah. Oh. We go to Wait, kid, you, you we, don't want to go and uh, you don't want to go into Salt Lake and 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 and, and just heckle David Ochoa. Uh, no, I think going to Nashville and one of us, we, um, we draw straws and figure out which one wears the bride sash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be pretty awesome. We go to Kid Rock's bar. Yeah, we can invite you. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Make the, make the brown guy go to the Kid Rock's bar. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I, I, I think, um, on this podcast. I didn't see a stretch of games in here that looked, um, crazy. But then again, you just can't tell which of these teams is going to be good. Um, you know, Minnesota hosting NYCFC and then going to New England, and then we talked about how bad Miami's going to be. That that could be rough. Um, you know, we don't have any home games in June, which is crazy. So, actually, from... Wow. Between May 28th and July 2nd, we have no home games. It's like almost six weeks. Yeah, and then, but there's also yeah. an international break in there too. Like Correct. I think there's a break for the first like what two weeks of June. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I accept this uh, 
Yeah. All right. Any other comments on the the schedule? I mean, I'm looking really forward for the Nashville game at home and the the, the home opener, just because. I want to know if we are going to be having a snowball fight against Jimmy Watson and, and Eric Miller's family, because I think that that would be great outside of Allianz. But um, the Cincinnati game, I'm looking forward to it for like the fact that that is actually Hispanic Heritage Month or Hispanic Heritage Match that uh, the Loons will be doing. And, and, and I always look forward to the really bad translation and the horrible way that they butcher everything. Um, and the way I just be able to make fun of that when I come out to the stadium. So it's really celebrate your heritage by making right, fun the, of. The, yeah, yeah, right. Their, right. Their, I mean, <laughs> the term Hispanic. We can go into. There's a the, podcast about this whole thing about Hispanic. Make fun, make fun of the gringo interpretation. That's right, especially, you know. Yeah. All right, comrades. Thank you. We uh, will be back sometime. We have no plans at all. I mean, I'll, I'll be gone for holidays and then. I'll be in Germany at FC St. Pauli, St. Pauli, St. Pauli. I tried to get uh, this podcast to go, but none of you guys are free. Um, I know. So I'm going on my own. Uh, going to hang out with some. Are you going to sleep at uh, in the train station? Or? No, I've got a hotel. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> and then and then I've got. I I called up uh, the the um, former New York, New York Cosmos CEO works with St. St. Pauli on some things. So I think he's going to connect me with some board members so I can. Officially, make it my research. Ooh, you're gonna write it off as a business expense. Oh, oh, totally. Oh yeah, dude. Wait, they they, they a, make the black card the official St. Pauli. Yeah. Well, we are the home of the. No, no, no. But like officially, right? Like, oh. have them write something. I, I, in, like, I can get something some done. Some type of Does parchment it, is paper. Is St. Pauli's like North American merch out of St. Paul? Uh, yeah, that's actually uh, one of my connections is uh, a guy named uh, Carl who lives in like White Bear Lake and he like does all of St. Paul's <laughs> North American work. Tell him he is reorder the fitted hats. Like, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can just sometimes he comes and watches St. Pauli here. So <laughs> Carl, uh, Carl walks over to White Bear Township to go to Grandma's Bakery to be able to get his one donut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, all right. So also, who only eats one donut? They're too delicious. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, thank you. You're beautiful. You're sexy, and everyone loves you. Have a great holiday and New Year's. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the new year. 